0: This is Captain Cats from Captain Cats of Night, right? So we just finished our first AFNGA at at 2019. We have a lot of great wonderful interviews. So instead of releasing them one by one, we decided to put them together and do one segment called NGA Day One. Tomorrow we're going to be doing more great interviews, especially with San Diego's own Digital Lizards of Doom. Um, not only that, but we're also going to be doing a live demo of a new tabletop game, and we're going to have that as its own segment because the game will take about at least a good um, 30 minutes from now, per se. Um, not only that, but just to let you guys know, we are going to be doing retro shoots late tomorrow, um, and then next week we'll just be back to our uh, regular our regular schedule. So until then, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment and our next segments tomorrow, and also our segment of retro shoots. And hope you guys have a great night, have a wonderful weekend, and you guys take care. Alright, bye-bye. Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And the Night Rider. Alright, and we're here live at Fangia, and here with us we're going to be talking with the San Diego Star Wars Society. And here with us is... Johari. And... Okay, nice to meet you guys. So how you? How you guys are doing today?
1: We're doing good. Oh yeah, uh, it is going very well. We're here at Fangio. Uh
2: we're the San Diego Star Wars Society, and we're basically like a fan base group where we go to different events and have different um, characters that dressed up from the Star Wars universe.
0: All right. Uh, how long have you guys been doing this, uh, the society? Uh,
2: we've been doing the society since 2002.
0: Oh, okay. Um, are you guys also? Uh, do you guys get together with the 501 Legion as well? Um,
2: I believe so. Um, they ha- we have a lot of uh, people who are in the both oh, group. groups, <laughs> um, so we do some events together
1: and we do some
0: events on our own. Okay. You ever uh, go to the San Diego Comic Con yeah. at times, or you're represented by the 501 Legion? Uh, we uh,
1: com- actually have our own
2: booth at the every year we're always obsessed with patent base, so you can check us out um we have our facebook group and our instagram group for San Diego Service society so that's where you can check us out
3: um and
2: we have monthly meetings and you can check out the dates on those pages too
0: okay well here's a couple questions for you guys yes! um offer basically on star wars since we already heard that Dis- the whole disney plus thing and um what they're planning to do with the universe, um, especially with the Mandalorian, are you guys excited with all this news that Disney's doing with Star Wars? I
3: don't. I'm pretty much excited. Uh, as I can say, there's I have no, you know,
4: anything against it. I'm up for new stuff, and I just can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah. And what about you?
2: Um, I think it would be a very good addition. I know a lot of people are excited to see where the Mandalorian story goes. Okay.
0: Well oh, well I'm pretty well we're pretty excited about it. It kinda of reminds us a lot of like old school spaghetti western samurai films and everything like that. But in space. Yeah, in space. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any high hopes for it after seeing the, the release trailer and stuff like that? Oh, what's, the trailer? So what's
4: the trailer?
0: Oh for The Mandalorian. Um,
4: yeah. Yeah, I I can't wait to see it. I don't know if it's already out, but I should look at it and
0: see how I like it. It's coming out on what, uh, November 12th? Yes, on the release date of the Disney Plus. They'll have the 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 uh, first episode there on launch.
1: Yay, I'm excited. I will watch it. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Okay, well, before we go, if you guys have any social media and stuff like that you guys want to post out, where where would uh, people like to find you guys at?
2: We're on Facebook uh, with San Diego. Our name is the San Diego Star Wars Society. We're also on Instagram, also San Diego Star Wars Society. So that's where you can check
0: us out. Okay, then. All right, thank you so much for your time. Yep.
2: Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, have
0: a
1: good day. All
0: right. Okay, all right, people. We'll be right back with more interviews here live at Fangia 2019. All right, hey, everybody, this is Captain Kat. And, and the night Rider. All right, we're back here at Fangia, for team. and we're here with, uh, um, Stranglehold. The Stronghold. Stranglehold. Oh, Stranglehold. 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 sorry about that. <laughs> so how are you guys doing today?
1: Doing fine. All right. So um, what do we have here? Like, what can you tell us about yourself? Well, Stranglehold has three parts to it. We started out as a Klingon fan group. We do the performances at Comic-Con every year with yeah. the Klingon Lifestyles. Uh, Then we went into piracy, so we do the fairs, and we have a panel here tomorrow on how to be a pirate, or you want to be a pirate, Hmm. and then we do steampunk villains.
0: Ah, okay, very nice, very nice. So, um... As y'all guys all decided, like, one time when you guys evolved and stuff like that, you're like, okay, let's go with this, okay, let's go with it, Let's go, okay, let's go with it, or is this, Or is there, like, a consensus within the group, like, okay, we all agree to do this theme this time?
1: Okay, so since we started out as Klingons, um, I had brought up the question, hey, let us do the Pirates. It's no different, costumes and attitude. And everybody says, sure, why not? So we started doing the Pirates. Uh, the steampunk one was a little different. We saw a lot of people doing steampunk, but everybody's a hero. So I said, "Hey, let's try and do villains. Nobody does that." <laughs> and then we came up with a concept of how we would do the villains.
0: Okay, that's really good. So I I just hear uh, Star Trek um, questions and stuff like that. Are, you, are your entire group run on uh, the Klingon order of? how the way the Klingons, uh, the Klingons have their society ordered when you guys do events and stuff like that, or are you just
1: just like, eh, wing it? <laughs> so, uh, are we a warrior-based society when it comes to the Klingons? And the answer would be yes. Um, we do have that situation, um, however, reality says that we can't kill each other to go up a rank (laughs) and we cannot eat all that gross food so uh, Mm. sometimes reality has to make the play on that (laughs) Uh, i just had to (laughs) ask what's
3: gross about our food
1: it's still alive klingon (laughs) it's the best it's fresh
0: well since we do have a live klingon here i do have one question so are there any regalia in the halls of the Klingons about the epic Tribble Hunt? Because it doesn't wave back. He said Tribble. Yes, he did.
3: We don't like <laughs>
0: Unless
3: they're served with a good sauce.
1: That was made out of it. You gotta thank Kirk for that one. <laughs> Alright. Uh,
0: Well, before we go and end this, um, do you have any social media or anything about you guys so people can look up to you guys?
1: We have three Facebook pages for each of the groups, or each of the parts. So there is one for IKB Stranglehold, the Klingon side. We have one that is Pirate Ship Stranglehold. And then we have the League of Supremely Evil Revolutionaries. And each one of those pages, if you wanted to join, has an application on Facebook. So... Okay. And I do have to say, a nice ending to me, Just yeah. it,
0: it just goes yeah. so well. Rings off.
1: What people don't realize is that our symbol, the Klingon symbol, the pirate symbol, and the loser symbol, are all the same design if you think of the tripod. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, that's one of the things you notice. <laughs> and I love <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: Alright, thank you guys so much. Thank you for taking your time. Your Alright, and we'll be right back with more interviews here at uh Fangia twenty nineteen. And before we go, any last words? Kapla. Kapla. Kapla.
1: <laughs> Hello
0: everybody, this is Captain Cass. And the night rider. Alright, we're here live at Fangia twenty nineteen and we're here gonna have a special interview with a special guest here, Joe Achner. That's correct.
3: That's correct. All right. You got it in you got it in one, dude. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's okay because actually my name you know, gets, it, it's O C H M A N, so it gets mispronounced all the time. Ochman and, and Ekman and Oakman But I also my first name, Joe, is also pronounced as Joel all the time. For some reason people think I have to have an L on the end of my name. I don't know why.
0: Hmm. No. Okay. okay. So how are you doing today?
3: I'm great. I'm at Fangia. It's the second year of Fangia. We're at the Scottish Rights uh, event center. It's a cool like place with a great parquet floor and lots of really cool people around and, and, and I'm a big fan of Fangia because the people that run it are really nice and, cool? and all the, the creative stuff that goes on around on here is pretty cool. It's fun to watch. Oh, is it more comfortable than uh, Comic-Con? San Diego Comic-Con? Well, it's a different kind of thing. San Diego Comic-Con is huge. Yeah. It is a vast thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't even consider them to be the same. It, it's apples and oranges, you know? The little cons are a lot more fun in a way because you can become more intimate and really talk to somebody and, and hang close. Uh, the bigger ones, uh, um, they're vast.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, but I like Comic-Con. I was signing a Comic-Con this year, and I had a great time.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so, like, I was not So, like, you did bring up something really good. Um, like, the comparisons. Like, here... The smaller conventions, the smaller expos, they're really more intimate. You can actually have a one-on-one talk with people and stuff like that. Do you actually prefer those over the bigger conventions, like Comic-Con or Anime Expo
3: or anything like that? I always try to make it so that I do that anyway. Because, you know, you come to cons to do the autographs and do all that stuff. But what happens to me inevitably at every convention, be it a small one or a large one, Somebody will come up to me and say something about something they, that I did that I may not even have remembered that affected their lives in some huge way. Or they'll, or they'll, they'll wow me with some very obscure thing that I imagine nobody ever watched. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 or you'll have some intimate encounter with somebody who's going through a struggle in their lives and just the fact that you do what you that I do what I do in some way helps. Or, or a conversation we have helps. And that to me is as amazing as anything that happens at a convention. And that happens at every con. Yeah, that's,
0: that's great to hear. That's really good. Um, so how's your con season been so far? Pretty good. I've had a lot of
3: fun. I was at WonderCon. I was at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I did some little ones. I, I did Anime Los Angeles. I did uh, a bunch of... I've been a, a very non- I very nice... I did, I did um, Anime Expo, which is not little. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's been a fun con season. Okay, that's good. Um, Any other conventions you're going to be going out for the rest of the year, or this will be your last stop for the year? I don't know if it'll be my last stop. I tend to be like a last-minute guy. Somebody who suddenly says, hey, I've got this table, you want it? And I'll go, sure. So I tend to sort of come in at the last second. So as far as I know, right this second technically, I don't have another con planned, but that may change.
0: Nah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I noticed um, that you're a, a voice actor and stuff like that. I noticed that you did that duck from Doc McStuffins, the, the platypus. The platypus. The, the, I'm sorry. The, the st- st-
3: st- stuttering platypus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am the stuttering mayor of McStuffinsville. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah, like our nephew and niece, they love that show. And oh yeah. And that to
3: me was one. Of, that was one of the most fun things I ever did because uh, it's it was. You know the show is very important. It 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 speaks to a lot of children. It speaks to a lot of issues. And this one was this episode was the, the first episode I did was a take off on the King's Speech, the movie, and it was about not worrying about having a stutter if you're a kid if you have a speech impediment. So they teach really good lessons. They uh, and it's uh, plus it's fun. Who doesn't want to be a stuttering British mayor? <laughs> yeah,
0: and. Um... Out of all the roles that you've done, uh, which one do you consider to be, like, you know, the most favorite, the one that you enjoyed the most, doing?
3: Oh, gosh. That's a hard question. Uh, Alright, an example, uh, Naruto. I was in Naruto uh, Shippuden. The Power Arc is one of those short film arc things. Yeah, yeah. I played a character named Doku was basically a fat, slubby guy like me who, who saves a bunch of kids in a village, reunites with the love of his life, uh, helps uh, Naruto get his power back when he's lost it, and 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 ends up with the girl and ends up being a hero. Where and he saves the world while he's at it. And it was an emotional arc. It was one of some of the most emotional acting I ever got to do, which is which never happens in anime, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, the director and I were crying at the end of it, and. Uh, that's that's one of the most rewarding in the voice
0: in the voice. That's good. Is there any one that you didn't
3: like? No. Although I'm not, you can tell if you're listening to my voice right now. I'm not one of those real deep voice guys. Mm-hmm. I did do uh, I did do a, a, an anime gig a long time ago, a Stealthy I it was, and I was playing a character that they wanted to have a real deep voice. Oh and my assistant is a guy who had a higher voice, and they cast a guy with a really deep voice. So with me, they kept trying to get my voice down, and with him, they kept trying to get his voice up. And, and I always went, I always went, why didn't you reverse that? <laughs> it just kind of makes sense. But there you go. But it was still it was a job I liked. I, hey, when you do voiceovers, you get to be ten yeah, years what, older every day. That's not, not to lie.
0: Oh, that, that's really great to hear. Um, so, besides all that, is, um, is there any upcoming projects that you can talk about that you're going to be doing or you can't? Oh
3: God, or... That I can talk about? Yeah. What business are we in, dude? <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything is NDA. Everything. <laughs> I think I, I, I will say that, that if you listen really closely, you will hear my voice Somewhere in the Joker movie coming
1: back.
3: You heard that first. You're gonna have to listen really closely. But it's there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we're
0: thank you so much for your time. it's Really a pleasure and honor to meet you, sir.
3: Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure and honor to get to talk to you guys.
0: Yeah, thank you. And if you have any social media that you'd like to plug in, please do.
3: Yes, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter. They're both at Joe Ackman, J O E O C H M A N. Joe Ackman, actor on Facebook. Uh, uh, I have a website I don't it's, it's not finished as most people's websites are uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah follow me there the, the more followers I get the more conventions I get to do so it's very helpful okay. uh, and, and I'll try to make it marginally entertaining All
0: right. <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for your time I hope you have a great time here at Fangia
3: I'm already doing that thanks a lot guys
0: <laughs> okay all right we'll be back with more interviews here from Fangia 2019 right back Hello, everybody, this is Captain Katz. And the Night Rider. All right, and we're here back here at Pangea 2019, and we're here with us is Fun Mono Designs. And here with us at Fun Mono Designs is? It's Michael. All right, Michael, how are you doing? Pretty good. All right, that's good to hear. So tell us, like, um, what is it that you do here so, so people will know? So I am an artist, so I create uh, art and I create into vinyl decals. Ah, okay. So basically, finally, decals like you keep, like stickers and stuff like that, or on T-shirts and everything like that, and also like on cards and stuff like that. Uh, for for me, it's mostly just uh, adhesive, so cars, laptop, and whatnot. I don't do T-shirts, but uh, eventually I will. Ah, uh, okay. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, overall, over five years. Convention, uh, about two years. Ah, uh, okay. All right. And all of these designs you have, is all done by yourself, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What made you decide to do this? It was a combination of things. Uh, friends. Just going to my first uh, anime expo, anime convention. And just made in detail. <laughs> yeah, so of my friends just kind of come together and kind of dump things around. See
4: what we do. Uh, one of uh, okay.
0: Okay. And i know noticed that you got a bunch of designs here. Oh. you get suggestions? A lot. I um, get a lot which one is would be your like weirdest that
3: made you go, I'm not going to do that one. I've actually did it, but it was, uh, it was something called makeup. milk. So when they came out, with really big bread. Um, and they, I decided to do it just because it was
1: interesting.
4: So I decided
0: to funny. Uh, how did that come
4: out? Just to do that one. I don't
0: have it. All. I don't have I it regularly. Yeah. That's what you one to say. No, that was it because. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So out of any of these designs that you've done, which is like your like you can say that yeah, I personally like that one the most. It would be the Gundam because I'm a, I'm a mech guy. Oh yeah. I love sure. it. Uh, I can see yeah. If you guys had a chance to look, we'll look. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely take pictures. That um, yeah, the Gundams here look very very wonderful here. look very great. I really have to say that well Thanks, gentle, done on that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anybody else wanted to order or uh, order from you or anything like that, do you have any social media that they can follow you and stuff like that? Uh, so, uh, so if you follow us on uh, any social media uh, or go to my website under Fernando Designs,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you'll find our store and all our our designs there. All right then. All right. Thank you so much thank you all right then all right and we'll be right back with more interviews here from Fangia 2019 right after this hello everybody this is Captain Katz and the Night Rider all right we're here at Fangia 2019 and here we are at the uh, Momo Cafe is that correct Mochi, Mochi, Mochi Cafe. Cafe I'm so <laughs> sorry Alright, so how are you guys are doing today? We're
2: doing great!
4: Great! Right.
0: Fantastic! <laughs> okay. So how's Fangia going so far for you guys?
2: Um, it's been really good. Like, so far I'm really impressed with how many of the artists are coming here right now. Um, last year was a much smaller turnout, right. but uh, this year they've really expanded, so it's really cool to see
0: that. Oh, okay. That's good. And um, so how long have you guys been around, um, as a unit, been doing what you guys do?
2: well Mochi Cafe actually started in 2009 Mm -hmm. Um, that's when it originally came out you know and started um, attending small cons like if you remember Anime Kanji it recently made a comeback this year Mm -hmm. so that's one of the first cons that we started doing and from there we just kind of expanded we started moving up to like ALA Um, and then we you know attended Hanadoki which was around Right. And, right. Um, unfortunately, you know, yeah. it's not coming back anytime soon, but yeah. um, so, we've right. made a new comeback with Fangia, and it's, it's been really fun. Right. That, that's
0: good. Are you guys going to do something for, like, your 10th anniversary, I guess?
4: Oh, my gosh. So far, because we've been super busy, nothing is happening, but we're probably planning within our members. Like, we tend to together events for each of our members and then just kind of go and celebrate all together whether it's going to the beach or just mm-hmm. going to a bowling alley maybe <laughs>
2: yeah just fun yeah. stuff <laughs> there was possible covers um dance covers that we do online our youtube channel has a lot of our dance covers yeah. that we like to perform here uh-huh. live um we were considering something in the works of getting all of, like. Our veteran members, our retired members, and our current members may be doing some type of big, you know, dance number, but um, we're still in the works with
1: that. Uh,
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> and just for people who don't know, um, it seems to me you guys took uh, took this from the um, the Akipahara scene mm-hmm. of the maid cafes and stuff like yes, that. Yes. So how did how did that got in, how did that influence you from, from there to here to, to make what you guys do?
2: So, our, our original founder was very inspired by the the main cafes of Akihabara, mm-hmm. and she decided that she wanted to bring one to San Diego because there was um, a lot of them in LA, but not a lot down in the South Side area, you know, California.
0: Yeah. Of course, popular. LA. Yes, <laughs> 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 everything's
2: in LA. Yeah. Um, so, she got the idea with some of her friends to go ahead and create a maid cafe. It started out with four people, and then I think the max wow. capacity we've ever had of members was about 50 or so. Wow. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. And even... So we have returning members every now and then. We have what is called mochi reserves, and we have you know our backup team that comes and helps out whenever you know they're in need of more to help. Up. Um, but it, it kind of started becoming a mix of not just made cafes, but we wanted to incorporate cosplay because we saw a lot of cosplayers who were really inspired by our outfits. Oh. So we started kind of doing like hybrids of like, you know, cosplay cafes, but we would have times to where we would be in different outfits. Yeah. Um, one and, of our first ones was the, the Moon Cafe, which was in Hanadoki.
0: Yeah. Now, I do have to say, your main cafe is very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, handmade? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh,
2: so she was a former uniform consultant, so she knows more information about that.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So. Oh yeah,
2: because we would have to do like, a, a whole
4: routine of like, uh, here's the rules of the uniforms, make sure we keep it clean and simple, but what's nice is that we make sure that everybody makes their own uniforms, but if you, even if you don't have a whole lot of sewing experience, you're willing to help out every person and work around what they can and can't do. That so every person that you see here at this event has—they're very proud to say that they made it, even with the help of the other people. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, that's good. Just any, like the any plans for expanding?
2: <laughs> um, in a sense, we're trying, but um, right now they are very comfortable in the San Diego area. Um, I think maybe if given more time, we could possibly see ways of expanding out. Um, the most that we've done, though, is probably ailing. Yeah. That's as far as we'll go. Um, right. just right now. And also, it's just, I mean, the budgeting and trying to, you know, yeah. uh, get everybody on board, so.
0: Yeah. It's not like you guys want to go and deal with Anime Expo. Um,
2: um I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy my free time for Anime Expo, so. Oh, uh, yes.
0: Line Con. Oh, yes. Con. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
4: too with uh, mochi cafe, we try and cater more towards family to and um, young kids too. That's why our, a lot of our uniforms and all of our events are uh, family friendly. So with Anime Expo, it's just too big, and we want to make sure that we stay one on one with our uh, with our guests and yeah. with with the family because it's it's a lot more meaningful.
2: And, uh, you know like, we like to be more personal yeah. with our with our. With
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, just like the tradition of akihabora. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We, want, we want
4: everyone to feel special in that moment and feel lost in our world of We love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, speaking of Aki Bahara, um since they do have like actual made cafes and stuff like that over there, are you guys are planning to maybe open up a small little shop and do
4: something like that,
0: or no?
4: Uh, because we don't make enough to be able to open up our own shop, and if it, if it were, it would have to be up to our founder. And it, it it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and commitment. So, I think we're, like she said, we're just comfortable just doing small events
2: at this point. Yeah, as of right now, we're we're more in the idea of doing performances and entertaining people at cons. Um, because the idea of a storefront, like everybody's, you know, has their own lives outside of the yeah, cafe. Of so it's, yeah. it's very hard to schedule everybody to be on the same, you know, same basis as, as everybody who would want to open up a storefront. Um, even then, a lot of people um, in our group, including myself, we like to keep this more as a hobby because it's kind of like, you know, a, a getaway kind of thing from your everyday life.
4: Yeah.
0: No, Did totally you get not. any uh, attention from people from Bahara per chance?
4: We do. We did, though, have At Home Cafe. They did like oh, some of our yes, photos yes. from Twitter and Instagram. So we did get some attention from them, which is really great because our founder did feel inspiration from At Home Cafe,
0: mostly from them. Uh, okay. Oh no, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just before we go, um, if you guys have any social media uh, to uh, people can find you guys, and where were they yeah. find you guys at?
2: Um, well, we currently have a Facebook page, um, it's called Mochi Cafe, and then we also have our Instagram, um, which I believe is also Mochi, uh, Mochi Cafe, dot. Mochi.cafe, dot <laughs> um, same with the Facebook, Mochi.cafe, and then our YouTube is one Mochi Made Cafe one and we also have our Twitter, our Twitter is not as active, unfortunately, but all the other um, social media is.
0: Okay, alright, all right. thank you guys so much, I hope you guys have a great time here, and once again beautiful
2: costumes thank you thank you we hope
0: you have a great time too oh yeah we will (laughs) all right we'll be right back with more interviews here at Pangea 2019 right after this